I've been wholesaling part-time only, only part-time. Okay, like really part-time. I know when I'm when I'm all out when I'm part-time. Right. I did nine deals total. I've only started taking action since last July, the half of July. Okay. I did nine deals. I total net profit was two hundred and forty k. Total oh, net profit. Man. Wow. Welcome to another episode of the Wholesale Elite Podcast. I am Aisham Hipshire, joined by my main dude, Mr. Tanner Santucci. What up, bro? Let's get it going, bro. Let's get it going. Yeah, it is. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in the house today is Mr. Albero Jacobs. Barrow, what up, bro? What up? What up? Thanks for having <laughs> me, brothers. Peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, yeah. so Barrow or Albero is from the great north the, the great white north of uh canada up here yeah. up here by my territory of alaska and uh man he is someone who really and truly has a uniquely fascinating story uh especially uniquely to a lot of us in the in the world that that we live in here in, in the astroverse as we call it um so i can't wait to dive in so for any you know the, the few people that are out there um, that maybe haven't met Albero or um, you know don't know much about him or his story. Lock in. This is this is really going to be a good one. This is a gentleman who not only is massively successful in real estate, but he's massively successful in business. Um, he has one of the sharpest minds of anyone I've spoken with in a long time. Um, and so he was he was a tough get to get on the show, but we got him today. Thank you, thank you so much. But bro, I want to I want to take it back. I, I, we like to start off with origin story, man, because it's a you know a big part of our podcast isn't. You know, we, we really don't dig into the tactics and all that good stuff. Um, we talk about mindset, man. And it's not just boring mindset stuff. We talk about your story, you know, because I'm fascinated by successful people and how they attain that success, you know. And usually it starts with, you know, how they were raised or how they grew up. So take me back, bro, to Canada back in the day. What, what was, uh, what, what's your family life like? And how'd you, uh, what were the earlier parts of your story? Let's start there. Well, the earlier parts of my story, um, kind of originally, um, so I'm born in South Africa. I'm South African. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm South African. So what actually led me to Canada was um, apartheid, actually. So I was born in South Africa in Outlaw. Um, I was not allowed to be born because my father was a Spaniard and my mother was a black South African. So mm. I was outlaw child, not allowed to be born. Uh, there's a lot of political stuff going on during apartheid. So my mom wanted to get me out of out of South Africa as soon as she possibly could. That happened. We ended up coming to the most northern part of the globe versus from part of the southern part of the globe. <laughs> from Africa. Yeah, from Africa to Canada. Bro, that's like me going from Florida to Alaska. This is brutal. Dude, she was just like, yeah, go play in the, go play in the white sand. Go play in the white sand, right? Like, you know, so... You know, I came here and, um, and that was it, right? We came here. Um, unfortunately, during the time when we came to Canada, during the 80s, that was when the we had a massive bad economic downturn in the, in the 80s, okay? They were like literally uh, jingle keen, they call you. They were throwing their keys back at uh, those interest rates were like a 29% interest for homes. Mm. Um, it was a really bad time for pumping oil, right? So economically Alberta was the worst place to be and then we came there and my mother thought this was gonna be such an amazing opportunity etc cetera, etc cetera. 
And then we came here and um, it was just like a really bad experience. Um, um, my parents ended up splitting up when I was in kindergarten. And from there, it was just like, it, she struggled. She struggled really hard being in a, in a country by herself, cold. Sure. She didn't really like it here. She she actually just not didn't like it here, right? So we had a really we had a really tough go when we first came here. And then when my parents split up, it was it was it was it was hard on me, of course, but more so my mom, right? Yeah. More so my mom, you know. Yeah. And and then getting towards that. So like fast forward, um, getting to like really learning that resiliency and, and figuring out how to how to get through things. Um, 14 years old, mom makes the bad decisions. She ends up, uh, I, I don't know this, but you know, things aren't, she's acting differently. We end up foreclosing on our property. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, this is going into my last year in junior high, we end up, the summer of junior high, I'm 14 years old, you know, foreclosing on our, our property. We're living in her, in her vehicle. We're bouncing, um, from place to place to place. Um, and then from there, uh, you know, we finally, we finally get back on our feet, so on and so forth. I get into high school. My first year of high school, I found out my mom has stage three cancer oh, no. and then she has 18 months to live. Okay. So from there, okay. This is like fast forward through all these timelines. So fast forward from there, yes. I'm like, wow. Okay. So there's no more like. There's not, it, it becomes now thinking now, now, right. now, now, right? right? I'm, I'm in survival mode at this point, right? It's, it's only me. I don't have a relationship with, with, uh, with, with my father. And it's just like, no, now, siblings? Now, now, now. no, I'm an only child. I actually oh. have a half, I have a half sister, like way out in LA. Um, gotcha. But my, my strange father's in and out of the picture, so on and so forth, back and back and back and forth. Okay. And then, so my mother's passing away and she's dying of cancer. So I'm like, forget school. I need to hustle. So I just get out there and I just start doing whatever I possibly can to just pay, pay, pay and I keep afloat. I'm burning out credit cards, letting my mom max out my credit cards just to like get her shark fin soup, whatever the case is going on. Right. right? And, uh, you know, um, 18 months later, yeah, my mom passes away. And uh, I'm on my own. Man. Like, I was still on my own. So from my guy's age from 14 to 16 was really, really rough. Very negative. Not a lot of good, you know, just, just in survival hustle mode. And then from, you know, my mom passing away, obviously, luckily me, you know, I met my beautiful wife. And, you know, that kind of saved me in terms of just, like, getting on, on the proper path and getting structure. But um, that, was, that, was, that was the first of it, man, like really talking about like resiliency and learning to build sure. like, power through and not have to quit. Like there's other things in there, but like, that was, that was probably one of the hardest things to go through all that. Um, and, and see your mom pass away and, and be by yourself and have to try to figure it out. You were okay. So you were 17 when this happened or 18. Um, she officially passed away when I was about like nine like um uh it's 17 yeah exactly 17 to 19 was the window when she okay when, when all that happened yeah exactly. okay did you did you complete high school i didn't man yeah i don't blame you gosh yeah. that's wild <laughs> i couldn't i didn't you know what and i was like um i was i'm a i'm a highly decorated national lacrosse player box lacrosse player field lacrosse player at the time, we were getting minted by St. Joe's, uh, St. Joe's in Philadelphia, a Div 1 lacrosse uh, program. Wow. 
And at the time, they were just giving Canadians like lacrosse scholarships, right? So um, this guy, Chris McIsaac, um, uh, David Ray, one of my um, one of my uh, lacrosse coaches, awesome friend of mine, his sons, they were all going to Duke and all these uh, Div One schools, and right. I was like, I was I was top like lacrosse player out of all. Same thing, I could hang with the best of them, but I couldn't go, man. Like, right. It was just like it was just right. Like, like Alberta, you you need to work on your on your schoolwork. I'm like, and you know the funny thing is, like, through all that stuff, I didn't tell anybody that my mom was passing away from cancer. I didn't feel like I, I wanted to share that information with anybody, so everyone didn't know like what was I was actually going through. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like why why is he acting so crazy? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? Like, I didn't tell anybody, man. You know what was the was reason for not telling? I don't know. You know, you're, you're on, you know, I, I, I don't know. I was young. I didn't, I didn't know how to react to that. I just reacted with like, with like, just like, I was more upset, you know, I was more upset and I was just trying to get through it. So that's where a lot of resentment was coming for. And then obviously being like sabotaged by my, my strange father, because he's just, sure. there's just no support. There's no support on that angle. So, you know, you you go into you you really do you go into survival mode right. and um you know you, you i just i just didn't want to share that with anybody and got just it. try to take it alone right got it got it okay so so you're 19 now and i mean you're 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 on an island you know you're, you're kind of by yourself you got a little bit of life skills at this point um and it, you know i would imagine you know you you were in hustle mode you know still um, so what happened after 19? Well, after 19, um, you know, I, I ended up just continuing, continuing to hustle because that's all, it's all I really knew. Right. And, um, I was doing well, I was doing okay, but you're living like a high, a high risk lifestyle. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not positive. It's not sustainable. It's not good. Right. Like sure. everything that you're putting out there is coming back to you. And I promise you everything that I did. 1000% came back to me. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I know I'm connected to the universe, like right. in a major way, like wow. in a major way, like I can test my energy, like I can go out and like, punch out a glass of a window in a vehicle. And like the next day at the mall, that'll happen to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like clockwork, right? It'll just yeah. man, yeah, man, bro. It's yeah, so like, true. It's so true. Just to, just to test my theory on like how like it is, right? So I knew that I was unsustainable. Um, I, I, I had to make some changes, which I did. I implemented. Um, and um, I was lucky enough, though, too. You know, I have, um, I met my wife. Um, she was amazing. Uh, you know, I, I walked through the mall. I met her. You know, uh, you know that Wu Tang song, "Ice Cream." You know that, you know that that song's going oh, through the background. Man, I haven't heard. I'm that. like, yeah, yeah. I'm like walking through the mall, it's like slow motion, and I'm seeing her working in the store. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that, that, that going my, that's going through my head. I'm gonna get the ice cream song going on in my head. And I'm seeing my wife in the mall that's working, awesome. right? Yeah, so, I mean, that's you know, hilarious. That's, yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm super blessed to have her. She. Uh, she trucked through, man, like a lot, yeah. a lot, you know? I mean, uh, she did. Yeah. So that's, that's how long uh, you guys been married? We've been married um, 17 years, man. 
bro, you're too young to have been married for 17 years. You guys shack up as teenagers? <laughs> Dang. That's wild. Uh, yeah. So so I have a 17-year-old. I have a 14-year-old. Oh, I'm sorry. I have a 16-year-old. I have a 14-year-old. And I have an 11-year-old. Two girls. And then my youngest is a boy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. The, yeah. the the boy the boy threw things off the, the you should have kept it going with the girls only because <laughs> I, I have this running this running joke inside joke <clears throat> that I think I'm I'm the only one that thinks it's funny or fascinating but everyone that I know that has especially the, well, the guys but everyone that I know that has all girls they're they're rich they're wealthy people and I don't <laughs> I don't know if God you know laid that one out but yeah anyway side note well dude that's that is a fascinating you know introduction to life your, your journey is, is is incredible up to this point um so i want to like i don't know i know about you in real estate i don't know about the other side of, of business uh barrow so what how did you get in the business let's 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 transition to that i really of of, uh, of wholesaling real estate well, yeah, I well not real estate, but before that, because I, I believe you had some other businesses that you had uh, going before real estate, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So basically, um, I was in the car business from. I look at this is well, one of my business um, mentors always taught me this. Bro, look, you need to look at entrepreneurship in ten year runs. Okay, mm -hmm. so from twenty. So from 16 to 20 was like really survival mode, trying to figure it out. Okay. And then 20 to 30, that's a run. Okay. 30 to 40, that's a run. And now 40 to 50, that's a run. Okay. So I've done my 20 to 30, my 30 to 40. Now I'm on my, now I'm like, I'm not on my last run, but I'm on my, I, I, I'm going to say like really hustling hard. Like this is my last run. Okay. Um, so my 20 to 30 run, I was fortunate enough with, uh, one of my friends, he, uh, we were working at a business brokerage firm, this business brokerage firm. We were cold calling people, cold calling businesses, asking them if we could, uh, or, you know, trying to close them on listing their business with us and then selling their business to business owners. Right. It was a tough gig, really hard. So I ended up going back to wholesaling vehicles, um, and getting back and, and just wholesaling cars. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, I was in, in, one foot was inside some negativity. The other foot was inside, um, the car business. Okay. Okay. And then at the, and then at the time, um, my friend calls me, he says, listen, man, I, this business just fell on my desk. I'm going to bid on it and I'm going to try to get into it. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, the, the margins are awesome. It's good. You got to get certified, et cetera, et cetera. Let me know. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm just doing my thing. All of a sudden he calls me and he's like, yeah, I lost the bid. I'm like, that's so cool, man. He's like, but you know what? I'm going to go. I, I know all the business. I'm going to go down. I'm going to certify myself. And when I get back, I'll let you know how it goes. Okay, cool. He goes. He does his thing. Comes back. Sets up a little spot. Says to me, listen, man, you got to come do this business with me. I'm like, okay. Um, what do I need to do? So I need to be so I need certified. So I became what was called a certified pedorthist. Uh, it's an American trade. So I'm a foot specialist. So we did custom um, made ah. products. We sell footwear and we sell medical supplies. Okay. So for uh, we ended up being very successful in that business. I did that for now ten years, eleven years. Um, I got some of my um, close close colleagues together, um, put them on, put them in business, 
and uh, you know we had a we had an amazing tremendous run man and uh, uh, it's just been uh, a super blessing and in this period of time though I've always looked at okay look I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I focused only did one thing for ten years and I knew that okay look and we're looking for an exit strategy we're going to uh, you know exit out and now this is where I am I'm 41 right now currently. And, um, you know, this is a perfect time now to exit into real estate and have this as my next 10 year run. Okay. So the, 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 um, what was it called? Pod- podi- I know it is podiatry, I think. So a podiatrist is a medical doctor. Okay. The, pod- the podiatrist is just a foot specialist. I see. So I can dispense, I can assess, but I can't diagnose. You know, uh, what's interesting about this, and, and let me know if, if you share the same, um, the, the same, I guess, you know, likeness. Um, I, w- I sold comfort shoes a, a long oh, time ago. Yeah, yeah for yeah. a company called The Walking Company. And gotcha, okay. we, um, we learned all about, you know, plantar fasciitis and your metatarsal yeah. and, you know, all that yeah. stuff. And yeah. I got really fascinated and, and, yeah. and, yeah, I'm just fascinated by feet health and how right. much, you know, how much your body's health starts with the foot and works its way up physical health. And I mean, it just, it literally got in my, I don't know about literally figuratively, it got in my blood. It really did. And um, yeah, one of the guys that worked with us, he was a podiatrist, a former podiatrist. Um, mm-hmm. And he's saying, be careful, man. He's like, feet like gets in your blood. It really does. Like you, you become, you become pretty passionate about it. And I have to say I did still to this day, like my wife was talking about something. I was like, you really need to get arch support. Like your arches are falling and it's, it's sucking your energy out of you. And <laughs> stuff. So do you, do you find yourself still today fascinated by foot stuff? And you make sure like, you make, you look at your foot support and you're like, Oh, the, I don't know if the toe bed's wide enough on this shoe and all this stuff. Do you still today? Are you like that? Or do you just forget all that? No, no, no. I am because uh, naturally I'm an athlete, so I'm always like I'm, I'm uh, always watching people's I'm always watching people's gait patterns. My all my children are athletes, so you know I'm I'm always like picking apart, looking at at things, and uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll definitely be uh, be sizing people up, starting right with their feet. That's for sure. For life. <laughs> <laughs> so the thirty to forty year run, you're looking at people's feet. That's cool. Uh, (laughs) and you're now 41. You said you're you're not now 41, but you're, you know, at 41, you're transitioning, um, into, you know, the 40 to 50 run. Let's go there. Let's talk about that. How did, how did that come apart? Like, so were you, you know, is it like you're 39? You're like, all right, you know, I got, I got to start thinking about this next thing. Um, like, did you have no interest in wanting to pursue that because you were so focused on what your mentor said about the 10 year runs or what happened to transition you out of the foot stuff into whatever you're doing next? Well, you know, that's a good question. So uh, partly both of those things. Well, one, um, you know, I, the business wasn't, no business is what it is 10 years later, no matter what Mm -hmm. you do. Right. So obviously there was some changes, there was regulations. um, uh, And then like realistically um, there was just industry changes that didn't, didn't, my skill set I felt was better suited doing something else at this point. Sure. Right. I did well. It was amazing. Helped out some of my best friends become millionaires. Like everything, everything just like everything just worked out like you would not imagine, like we wouldn't believe. But we still were trying to 
I wanted to put the last stamp on my business career um, doing real estate because I've always had property. I bought my first property like uh, when I was tw- uh, well, when we when we started losing, when I lost my house that was like burned into my when mm. I lost my first house. It was burned into my head that, like you need a house, you need a home, right? Like that's sure. like number one, right? So, um, that's. Uh, real estate is, was really something that attracted us. And one of my best friends, Fabian Torres, um, you know, we were always, who was one of my partners. We were always like, look, once we're done this business, we are going to do um, real estate. We are going to do that. Right. And um, fortunately for us, you know, we knew this cool cat named Jamil Damji. Hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like, um, we COVID hits. I have all my clinics. Everything's crazy. Um, mental health, blah blah blah. I can't work. I gotta go. Like it was just like nuts, right? Sure. So and I and I'm trying to like save this, put this, dump money here, pay for this lease, pay for this inventory. It's like you know, and no one knows what's going on. Blah blah. blah. It's just like oh my gosh, right? And then compounding with like managing all these managing partners, it's just like you know what, man? I'm just gonna like literally chop, 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 take everything down and just like do my own thing and like move towards what I wanted to do. Right. So before all that happened right away during COVID, um, we act, I actually reached out to Jamil and he was just like, I called and I didn't know, I couldn't get a hold of him cause he was being, he was starting to get loud on social media and all these things. Right. So I'm like, I'm just going to call Keegley, man. So I call Keegley and I'm like, listen, my name is Alvaro. I'm from Edmonton. Jamil knows who I am. Okay, it's my homie. He's like everybody calls. Everyone says that. Everyone calls. <laughs> yeah, everybody calls. They're knowing like some crazy guy's name says he knows you, right? So <laughs> I'm like, just please tell him it's me, Dad, right? And he's like, okay, no worries, I'll do it. I'm like, this is not gonna get to him, right? <laughs> yeah, this is not gonna get to him, right? Right. Whatever. So whatever. I, I put it on ice. Five days later, whatever it is, all of a sudden I get this call. Yo, it's me, man. I'm like, oh my God, Jameer, what's up, bro? <laughs> and he's just like, what's up? So, you know, we just have one of those moments, right? We're just like, it's awesome. We're going back and forth, you know, busting each other's chops and just, just, just experiencing, you know, like getting caught up again. Yeah. And he's like, listen, I got you. Don't even worry about it. Just, I'm going to start. It's like, I need you. I know you have golden handcuffs right now on your business. So you can't just like walk away. You guys are doing well. And that, that was another thing because like our business was good and it's still, you know, six figure income business. But sure. um, I, I, just, I just felt like, you know, it, it's time to make a change. Right. So he specifically said, look, you have your golden handcuffs, figure things out, make sure that uh, everything's co- like everything is, is, is makes sense. Obviously, you right. know, like with your family and so on and so forth, which, you know, we have all these proper conversations. And then we started, we started to, um, I started to take Astro and I started to do, do all the things and, and learn and, and, and take the course and so on and so forth. Right. And, um, you know, being able to, you know, have his ear like at, at any time right. is, 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 is honestly priceless. And like, I known him for so long, like this guy, he's been awesome bang on in real estate. Really? I'm a, I only like to follow believable people. And what Absolutely. I mean by believable, uh, what I mean by believable people who are like, who have, constantly executed 
and re- repeatedly done things that they've done successfully, right? Mm-hmm. You don't believe people who aren't believable, who have not done this and not done that, right? He's repeatedly done things. So if he's, if he's right 90% of the time and I lose with him 10% of the time, like I'm okay. Sure. <laughs> right? That's like, smart. I'm okay nope. with that. I'm okay with that. I'll take those 10% lumps, right? Right. Because you should be taking, you, sh- you should be always willing to take lumps with your partners and always be willing to take lumps with your homies. Right, like that's so what good. it's really about taking those losses, man, and being so like, okay, good. man, we need a win together, but we have to lose together, man. Like, if you can't that's lose, so if you can't, if you can't lose with your partners, man, like you're, you should not be in business together. You have so to lose with your partners, man. Okay, so you have to lose with them. So I watched him lose <laughs> everything, right? Oh, and, yeah. and and then back in those days too, because I was um, one of my other business mentors. He was a builder, and you know everyone was taking those losses at the time. And that's why I was like, nah, you know, I'm just gonna pay my house off. Everything cool, everything's chilling. Because seeing all this like activity around me that people were taking L's, really bad ones too, man. Like 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 bad L's, life changing L's, you know. Sure. So, and, you know, so I seen him do that. And then fast forward, he went right back to it. And what he did, what, what he was doing, he like scaled it to an amount where it's like, just so amazing that I'm like, me and Fabian were like, yo, we have to reconnect and we have to get on. And Jamil's our boy. He's going to take care of us. Like, as long as we put in the effort and the time, though, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. It, it's. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's funny because me and him have that conversation. He says to me, he's like, you know what, man? I have all these people, bro. You're literally the only homie, the only one who's actually took an action, done the course, did everything, and does exactly what I says, right? So it's like, you know, and it worked, and it worked. So, I mean, that's where the the transition came. I and, see. You know, we were just so blessed and so lucky that that – it's really, we were just so lucky that he already had this infrastructure set up and, you know, we were, I am, and we are humble to just like come in there, not act like we're entitled or anything like that. And just go in there and, and put in and do the work. Right. I and, see. And that's, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Like Absolutely. I, I feel sometimes I have more pressure because like he's my homie. So it's like, I can't, I have to act a certain way. I can't walk around acting like I'm this guy and that guy. Like, no, man, like, no, I have to act professional and this is that. Yeah, it's my it's my homie, but like we're doing business here, so I can't you know, I can't get out of pocket, I can't talk outside my neck. I gotta I gotta be respectful, you know. So that's 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 how we work. It's interesting you say that because one of the most um I guess impressive to you know, I can't think of a better word. Uh one of the most impressive things I remember about you was when I first, uh, when we first spoke, it was when we met, and that's when I learned that you were Jamil's friend. I was like, "What? You grew up with Jamil?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then I heard it in your accent. I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> um, but um, you, you join. You know, we have so in our community, we have coaching calls where we talk. Like Jamil's on there for gosh, sometimes five, six, seven hours, like crazy, crazy. He takes that much time away from his family just to answer all of our questions and talk to us, right? Holy. And then yeah, you jumped in one time and I thought you guys were going to be like, yo, what's up, bro? How's this and that? And blah, blah, blah. 
bro, you came in and he was like, Pharaoh, he's like, what's up, man? I, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. How are things like Jamil's like asking you and you're like, bro, it's good. Like things are good. Things are good. Hey, look real quick. I got a question. Blah, blah, blah. You went right into your question. And then afterwards yeah. you guys dapped it up and like dipped out. And I was like, Bro, that's his homeboy. I would have been like, yo, dude. Hey, sorry, everyone else. Like, we got some catching up to do. Um, but yeah, you're just you're super professional and in and out. And I, I was just really impressed by that. But anyways, I'm it's a, no, it's no, a, no. It's cool. And like, and like, really honestly, like I I really respect him as like a real estate investor. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. So like I come and ask him high-level questions. Like, I'm gonna talk to you about like the most what I would think would be a dumb question, but right, to him, right. he's like, there's no dumb questions, bro. Just call right. me and ask me anything, man. Right. So right. like, even before coming to do a podcast, I'll call him and ask him, bro, what do I do? What do I, what do I you know what I mean? Like, like anything I'll call him and ask. And right. I know that I'm going to get like a good answer. And, um, I respect his time. I respect everyone's time, man. I respect everyone's time, respect everyone's value. Um, you know, that's the type of guy I am, man. I'm old school. I'm OG status, right? So that's just the way we roll. Well, dude, let me ask. Okay, so you're transitioning in the business. You have like, like the guy is your is your homeboy, but you don't want to take too much advantage of it, even though he's saying, "Bro, like, hit me up." You know, totally. what, totally. what totally. did what kind of um, I guess what kind of did you have any doubts and or insecurities or, or anything when you got started in your real estate business, um, or did you have the confidence of a king going in it because you knew that he had your back? I had the confidence going like right into it, knowing that like this is like completely in line with my with my skill set. Mm. So that right there, I already knew that like I'm gonna be good for sure. But just knowing that I had someone that was a believable person that I trusted, that I liked, that I know, um, really, really as you said, set me apart from not having any, any doubt about what I was doing, you know, and um, that that's what really helped for sure. I see. I I never even realized that Tanner went away. Welcome back, Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bro, where are you going? Like, Tanner, man. I was like, Tanner's in Oklahoma and the weather down here in the, in the U S is pretty wild. So I don't <laughs> It's all good, man. It's all good. You just missed the coolest story ever. And, oh, I'm sure uh, I so did. Welcome back. I'm sure no, I was like a golden nugget on how to make six billion dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, okay, you perfect. can just listen yeah. to the podcast later, bro. It's yeah. okay. But no, I better. I I I do I do want to ask. Okay, so you um you know you're you're in now. You're with Jamil. Um, you I'm sure you faced um, a you know some challenges earlier on in your real estate business. Um, but from your past, you, you, you know, you're, you, you had to be used to overcoming things or else you, you know, you'd be a nutcase right now, or you just, you'd be really bad off. So how do you deal with disappointment in business currently? Do you just ignore it? Like what's your, what's your mindset around it when something bad stuff happens? You know, I really had to work on that. Um, not get uh not get negative i mean obviously cliche not get negative but mm -hmm. um not so much like ugh, i think one of my uh when things just don't go your way um especially in my case like helping out so many people and then uh, sometimes expecting back the same energy and you don't get that and then maybe um you know 
they stab you in the back or so on and so forth. And you, you know, like, how could you do that to me? I, I linked you up. I gave you this, I gave you that, all those things. But really when things don't go your way, I mean, the only, the only difference between me or anyone else in business that doesn't work is that I just, I just didn't quit. I see. I see. That, that's like literally the only difference. Like I've been through every single emotion man, from like up, down, left, right, like everything, man, you know? So um, the only difference is I just didn't quit. Like wholesaling to me, is like waking up in the morning and going like throwing around like the, the dumbbells in, in the weight pit. And you're like, you wake up, you're sore. You don't want to do it. Right. But, like, right. You, dra- you drag yourself there. You finally you know, you stretch and then you start just crushing it out and then you start to feel better and the juices are flowing, it's going, right? And then right. same thing too, right? Like get down, get down, make those calls, get those 3D calls and try to get uh, your five offers out every day. Like you have to just try to get lost in the sauce and just go for it, man, you know? And, and, and a, a biggest thing too, I have to say is, my best friend, my best man, Fabian, like I can call him and, 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 and we're feeding off each other all the time. I'm pumping his tires. He's pumping my tires. Anytime I'm like shaking it rough or I'm having it hard, I can call him and he's like, yo, man, listen, like get it going. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have, I have him. I have some other really awesome people in my corner that um, when I'm, when I'm, having it hard like like they're checking me real quick be like dude come on man. like let's go you know so i'm lucky i have i have those supports so it's 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 really important to have those other positive energies of people that are actually in the trenches doing what you're doing because when you come to them you're not coming to them from a point of like poor me you're coming right. to them a point of like i'm in the i'm in i'm in i'm in the grind right now and i'm just like I need a little push, man. Right. So they know right. what he knows what to say to like poke me and, 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 and get the bear going. And I know what to say to him in a respectful, awesome, motivated way, in a fun way. Sure. Um, you know, the only thing that gets me down is like anything in business that it has to be fun. Okay. Yeah. Like it, it has to be, man. Like you, sure. once you're like having fun and like crushing it, doing all this crazy stuff and laughing and giggling and we're and busting Tanner's chops and he's busting that shit and we're just like tip for tat going at each other. You yeah, know? Like, dude. That's, that's, that's what me and my homies are like. We're like constantly having fun, constantly being <laughs> jackasses. It's like, we're like, are we actually getting paid to do this? I right know, right? Now? It's like, weird. Is that, is that <laughs> happening? Yep. You know what I mean? So like, the minute you're having fun, man, I know it sounds like crazy, but the minute you're having like crazy, stupid fun is like when everything just turns the corner, oh, man. So true. Right? So like, so and like, true. me, like, and like, me and Fab, like, you get us together and it's just like, it's Death Comedy Jam or like, it's like, like, Apollo, like, a, <laughs> was it like, um, Apollo. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, bro. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's you have to have those jokes. You have to have that fun. And um, I find that when you're by yourself, as you said, when it's hard, it's hard to have fun. Like you're by yourself. So you're like, mm. just like, nah, just going for it. Right. So that's the, that's the one thing I've been struggling with right now is like not having that fun because I'm used to like going, going to my office, coming back home and, and, and having that, having that energy and having that fun and then, and then coming back home. 
you know? Okay. So Right. Okay. So Fabian, um, Fabian's your homeboy. Fabian's the guy that you can lean on. Fabian is like, I have a best friend, Travis, and he's that guy for me. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, what's your advice for someone who, who maybe doesn't have someone in their life that has that tight knit, you know, relationship mm. to where, you know, you can lean on them, you know, when, when you're challenged. Cause I know there's a lot of people out there right now, wholesalers that are not getting their first deal or whatever, and they're struggling. They maybe yeah. don't have a Fabian to reach out to, to keep them up. What, what do you say to those people? Uh, you know what, if you, you need to get, you need to be in the community. You do, mm. right. You do need to, True. you do need to be in the community. I, I, from being like old school, I never, I never really seen the value and the importance of that. So yeah, you need to jump in the community. And then aside from that, you, you really try to have to connect with someone who has life experience, gray hairs that, mm. you know, you can tell these things to, you can be who you are and you can trust that they're not going to use that against you or manipulate you in any, any, any way, any fashion. Right. I and I know that's like hard to come by or, or like grab right on, but how do I find that? But um, there is, there's is a lot of people you can talk to um, that you may not think that you could talk to. You know right? what? Um, and to just, if I can just jump in and add on to what yeah. you were talking about earlier, you know, cause it just dawned on me and I, I don't want to forget it. So I'm sorry, but um, you know, if it, one of the things we talked about earlier is, was manifesting. Right. And totally, I feel totally. like if, if those people, don't have those people readily available or, or they come top to mind, manifest it. it, set the intention to attract this person into your life. Like for real, um, think about it a lot. But the, 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 the thing that I think a lot, you know, some people miss, most people miss in that whole manifestation process is not just sitting around closing your eyes and like envisioning this, like you said, gray haired person coming to you and imparting wisdom and linking arms with you or whatever. But you actually have to take action too. You, you it's do. not just you sitting do. around. You have, you have to do things like you said, join a, a community and, and uh, start, start having conversations with people. You have to take action. The universe will do its job and, and draw that person to you so thank you for sharing that no and then getting to that what i did is instead of becoming instead of becoming a product of your environment make your environment a product of you mm. flip that backwards i always take them backwards so make your product environment of you it could be you go a little roughest, deeper i mean it could be the roughest grossest environment but like, if you want to put out something, like no, don't 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 accept that this is the way it's going to be. Like no, 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 no. I'm making my environment way I want it, and it mm. could just be this. It could just be this small in this massive play, but I'm not gonna let all this negativity around me. Like I have to do what they're doing. I have to say what they're saying. I have to be what they're being. No, no, no. I'm gonna make me my environment a product of myself right wow okay and and from there it's it's really gonna like you're gonna like push that out till you can finally like get out of that environment that you were thought you were in which was really just in your head that's very powerful and, and i hope that the listeners and, and viewers really take that to heart man because I'm, I'm thinking back through my my life and in times where i was in that position i was trying to think man is that what i did and come to think about it 100 i like i built the right team around me you know what i mean mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't slide into the right team i created it 
Um, you did. So, man, yeah. that that's very powerful, um, dude. I I want to ask you because you mentioned it a couple times, um, but I, I I still haven't plucked it out yet. Um, what is your unique skill set, and, and how does it benefit you in business? Because you you said I relied on my skills a couple times. Okay. What what is that skill set? Well, my skill set is just you know being being willing just to just to conversate with anyone, go talk, listen, hear what they're going, what what's happening, what what they're doing. I mean, what, what's the worst someone's going to say to you if you if you approach them in a in a nice calm manner, in a nice mm-hmm. calm manner, um, asking some questions. You know, and um, places where I've been, I've had to really like go out there and ask questions to be like to make it happen. Sure. Right. So like when my when Fabian and this is like, yo, bro, here's the addresses. Call these guys. I know you'll call them. Right. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Give me the phone, man. Like, I'm like, I'll just call anybody. It doesn't matter. What are they gonna say? Boop, hang up. It's like, okay, whatever. Right. So it's like just being able to just go out there, have conversations. Um, that's my superpower understanding and being humble about it. But like, yeah, that's why I'm a good act guy. And not to mention, like, I don't like the word. No, like Mm. zero, like Mm. I, Oh, how come? (laughs) Well, why not? Well, what if, Mm. right? Like I will just keep, keep digging and going, going further with it. So like, that's why I'm a good acquisition guy. Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm just willing to call, call. I mean, uh, in the car business, I was the store closer. So, you know, the sales guys would go get the ups. They'd bring them in. They'd get them the paper. And if they couldn't close them, they would send me in to be like, okay, Ashim, well, what if I could throw in, you know, uh, extended warranty, some window wipers, and some old changes. Would that work? And he'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. Da, 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 da. I'm done. <laughs> Good. Okay, perfect. Right? So then, you know, I would be the store closer. So, um that's that's that was my superpower right so like I in, in so i've been now check this out i've been hosting part-time only only part-time okay like really part-time i know when i'm when i'm all out when i'm part-time right i did nine deals total i've only started taking action since last july the half of july okay i did nine deals i total net profit was 240k total net profit wow on nine deals that's 26k average per deal that i (laughs) i'm grossing okay and this is all utilizing utilize part-time utilizing keegley as my dispo arm i haven't even reached out to buyers yet man it says strictly get out of here that's it man i don't even have one buyer zero buyers I just literally take all my deals to Keegley and like just making it that Bro. easy. Just that simple. Okay. Just that simple. Let me squash this real quick because I know this. I can hear it right now. I can hear people saying, oh, of course, Barrow sent his deals there. Like I sent a deal to <laughs> Keegley and I couldn't even get a call back. Of course he gets all his deals closed. You know, let's, oh. let's squash that. Did Jamil have any play, any part in your Keegley disposition strategy? Of course, he he introduced me to um, the acquisition directors. Um, so Andy Arnis has been awesome to work with in in in, uh, in Phoenix, right? And then and then um, Denise, of course, in Florida, right? So Denise, and then Rock shout Campbell. out Denise Abreu. Yo, Denise, man, she's she's awesome, man. Like she's she's super dope. And and Andy's just been like a monster. He's been like um, he's been a monster. He's been awesome. I got my first deal with Andy, right? So. 
Um, I've had like a really good, so I'm out there calling, comping, soft closing the agent. As soon as I get some commitment from them, I'll call them. We can put it on my contract or they put on their contract. We get it done. I'll go back. I'll retrade. Andy will retrade. Uh, Denise will retrade, et cetera, et cetera. So I've just been keeping this same process the whole way through. And same thing. I asked him, I'm like, bro, what do I do, man? Like, what do I do? He's like, listen, just utilize Keegley to your best abilities possible. Don't make things complicated. Don't think about going on this. Just get the deals, bring it to them, do the process, deals done. So literally, we have this inside joke where it's like, monkey press button, get a treat. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? right? Like, yeah. monkey press button, get a treat. Monkey press button, get a treat. It's like, I'm just going to keep repeating the same thing <laughs> over and over and over until so I get good. a treat, right? Like, like literally, why do I got to make it difficult? And not to mention, obviously, of course, man, like he's my homie. I'm going to support his brand, support everything he does, like, because it's my dog, right? So, Absolutely. of course, like, I don't need to get all like crazy and like, you know, like, I'm wealthy, man. And I'm talking like, like life wealthy. So my next 10 year run, as I said, is, is really about like, having my cake and eating it too. I only need to make like 300k a year. And I want to spend time with baby. And I want to spend time with Jimmy. I want to spend time with my beautiful wife, watch my kids grow. And, you know, golf, workout, box, surf, you know, I, w- I want to do all that. And I want to just like, I want to kick back and, and enjoy everything that I've worked for in the next 10 years. And of course, help out as many people as I possibly can with, you know, as many nuggets as I possibly can to all you youngsters, man. And, and um, just show you guys the same love that, uh, that you guys showed me. Really, Bro. it goes down to that, man. You know? That's incredible. That's incredible. Um, yeah. Well, dude, thank you so much for sharing that. I, I, um, I, I, I'm, I'm curious though. Okay, so this, this is the last ten year run, right? The last part, at least. You know, the forty, the fifty. Um, do you really think that at fifty you're done? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy answer to answer. But don't tell myself that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yo, I'll come back like Jordan with a four five, right? Like I'll come yeah, back, I'll come go. back, I'll come back with a four five. You know, I've still got my twenty two on. I'll come back with forty five, but uh, it, it it really you still have to have that perspective because as long as you know, I'm gonna tell anyone who's in their twenties right now, as long as you just keep a steady progression, okay? Because in that progression, these lines are gonna come right of like dipping it up and down right but as long as your progression is steady going all the way up eventually getting to where you need to be it's going to be there i believe in being debt free creating assets not being leveraged having everything paid in full you know um that's why i'm very in line with the jamil's thinking because he thinks the same way right i i I don't absolutely so it's like cash is king, man. Cash is 1000% king. You can have, you know, you can have all this debt and all these properties are really like, do you actually have cash? Can you, can you jump into, uh, if you guys call me up, bro, Hey man, let's, let's get this done. Like I can do that with you guys right? because I have cash, right? You don't right. have cash. You're just like this guy who has like all this debt, right? So, and I'm not saying anyone's, anyone's, you know, strategies are, are incorrect and wrong. I'm just saying that like, sure. I'm have it paid off. You can do what you want and then still create that, that wealth for a long time. Um, and uh, you, you, you got to have cash, man. Cash is cash yeah, is king. That's why wholesaling is the best. Cash, cash every day. Give me more. For I'll real. take as much as I can get. 
<laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, know thyself, right? And I, I think that's another quick little lesson, you know, that that um, that you said. I, I remember back in the day listening to podcasts and people would say stuff and I'd be like, oh yeah, that's the way to go. Or, oh yeah, that's the way to go. And it wasn't until I, I got older and I guess life kicked me in the ass so much that I realized, oh, this whole time, all I had to do was be self-aware. I thought I had to like mm. be aware of what everyone else was doing and then just do that. But right. no, self-awareness right. is key. And so for me, I follow the same philosophies mm. you guys do. I, I don't like debt. My wife and I are debt-free. Um, I, I don't have the desire to build this cash flowing monster through debt. You know, I'd rather do it through cash, you know? Um, yeah. And, and, and it's patience and it's patience, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Patience. Bro. Well, dude, man, I, I got one more question from you or for you. Okay, excuse me. Go. Um, I don't What's know. Tanner Tanner... What's Tanner? Bro, Tan Tan Tanner's, Tanner's scared his internet's going to flop again. <laughs> I got like one bar over here. Like, I'm going crazy. struggle. <laughs> Man, okay. So, my, my question for you, um, and I'm actually, I've asked this before, um, but I, I don't think I've ever really been like excited about someone's answer. Well, I mean, you're just curious, but for years, I'm actually excited about. But, Barbara, how do you measure success? Oof. Okay, well, I would measure success basically by, you know, being to over being to overcome like personal obstacles was was really harder for you right not really monet monetarily mm -hmm. some people do have monetarily successes and that's the way they gauge it but i believe if you can if you can come out of situations if you can go into situations knowing who you were and come out of those situations the same way you were that you actually went into them and you can look yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, listen, man, like I really did everything I humanly possibly kid did. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bend my character or my, or sacrifice anything for any small manual thing. Then that's success, man. Mm -hmm. That's success. And that's going to carry you like anywhere and anywhere, you know, and, and taking L's, man. And taking L's, man. You got to be able to, like, you don't know how much I've lost, man. Like, I've lost best friends. I've lost money. I've played relationships incorrectly, for sure. I've lost everything to get here. But, you know, I can still look myself in the mirror and say, look, man, I made good. I did as much as I possibly could for the people who I love or the people who I thought I did love. I thought loved me, you know. And, um, you know. You know, your parents are going to look at you one day and, uh, you know, me being a, a super influence to my children, I want to make sure that they understand, like, hard work is important. Nothing, you know, when you want to get off your butt, that you're going to, that's what's going to earn you, man. You got to get up. You got to get up. You got to get going. You know, you got to do these things, right? And uh, watch your homies. You got to watch your homies, man. Watch the people around you, you know. Um, but uh, success, success will come. If you believe in yourself, study the process and, uh, you know, keep the blinders on, man. Don't get distracted. Keep the blinders on. Don't get distracted, man. Right? It'll come. You got to be patient, man. You got to be patient. You got to be patient. You got to just keep going. Keep going. You know. Probably, quite possibly, one of my favorite responses to any of my questions ever. For real. At right. least for me. 
Um, th- that was impactful, bro. That was impactful for me. Um, and I hope and pray that it was impactful for you guys out there. So, man, thank you so, so, so much, dude, for, for your time. I, there's so many other things. We're going to have to have you come back. Yeah, there's for, so many for other sure. Things. There's, there's some things. There's some things. <laughs> man, this has been incredible. Um, t- Tanner, I just I want to say another thing to him. I'm not sure if you have any questions or Go just any parting words or anything. But, bro, thank you again so much for your, your time here. Um, I, I really, I've been wanting to really learn your story and, 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 you know, kind of, I hate to say pick your brain, but, you know, really get in no, and, and, because dude, I'm, you know, I hate to say I'm impressed by people because it makes me sound like, you know, like, Oh, I'm impressed by you. But, but I really was, man, you just stood out when I first met you. I'm like, this guy's different. Like I gotta, I gotta get to know he moves differently. Um, I got, I gotta get to know him. And the way you just so casually threw that all you need to make is 300,000 a year, you know, it's nothing. There's so many people that are like, what? A year? it's crazy. <laughs> I was over here doing like eight deals, locking it up, yo, done. Yo, my biggest, my biggest month in business to date, I wrote myself my own check was $267,000. That's the biggest check I've ever written myself. Mm. Okay. So I know I'm going to crush that out in real estate. I know I'm going to do it. So that's my goal right now, at least to crush that out in one month to do that. Um, but it's not the be all end all, right? That's just like me, my own selfishness wants to like, you know, um, you know, beat, beat that out. Right. But yeah. I mean, that, that, that's, that's my own personal record in business. I know other people have done whatever they've done, but Hey man, for an immigrant with, uh, didn't pass high school. I mean, not bad. I I think I'm doing pretty good, man. Yeah, not bad at all. <laughs> What's that number again? Tell me that number again. 67,000 in one month. That's my record. 267. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's going to be my North Star. I'm going to beat that number. Yeah. <laughs> so serious. I want you to do it. I want to help you do it. I, I know, bro. You, you can awesome. do it. You can do it. And listen, listen. Hey, listen. Uh, anytime, man, you guys need to call me. You have my digits. You have my phone number. You ever want to visit me, come see me. Uh, whatever the case is, bro, I got you guys. Uh, I am a believable person, man. I've done it. I've been through things, like even things that we can't speak on. Like I've been, I've done it all, man. I'm not having to say I've done it all, but I've done a lot. Oh, so sure. like I've seen it, I've felt it, and I can I can give you like proper strategies and proper ways to navigate certain situations. So you can call me, hit me up anytime you want, bro. I got you. Bro. Well, we'll definitely have the rest of this conversation offline. But for the for the folks that are listening that don't have your phone number and whatnot, um, I you got you do business all virtually in Canada, right? Like, so you you're living in Canada. I'm I'm assuming your team's there. And where are you guys doing business at? So right now, I am completely virtual, wholesale from Canada. Amazing. Um, we're doing we're I'm in Phoenix. That's my main market, of course, okay. because um, you know all. all all roads lead back to Phoenix when uh, for Keegley Phoenix when it comes to wholesaling in Phoenix. Like Bro. every single deal you put a deal together, yep. it's just like, oh, I just seen that deal it came out to Keegley. Like, <laughs> so I don't have to bother getting buyers lists in, in Phoenix. Just take it to Keegley and get done, right? So it's crazy. So whatever. Phoenix, I'm there right now. Um, Central Florida with Denise, of course. And uh, I just have my one of my managing partners, Sandy. I put her on. She's going to be in, um, in, she's in Dallas right now, plugging away. And Rod Campbell, I'm going to try to get another act manager, uh, act partner, I should say, in, in Denver. Um, but like slowly, this is like um, getting close. But like officially, man, I'm, I'm exiting my business within 90 days. I'm done. I'm moving on. Next chapter. Uh, I'm like, 
are like, let's go, you know. You're that's like, awesome. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. yeah so, Dude, that's yeah, powerful. Yeah. I'm super excited right now. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm super <laughs> blessed. My family's amazing. Everyone's living good right now. But you know, I'm putting in the work I'm doing. I'm doing all the things you need to do, man. I'm putting in the reps. That's all you gotta do. Put the yeah. reps in, man. Nope. Put the reps. Well, bro, how can how can people find you? Uh like wait, wait, you know, do you want people to reach out to you and and uh, and you know help you close those deals because I mean you close deals it's incredible the amount of deals that you, you you're just you're almost your own dispo hub so how can people work with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you can just you can you can DM me on IG. I'm uh, Alberto Jacobs. I'm at Alberto Jacobs. I'm the only one out there. Um, you know you can um, just just DM me really at the end of the day or um, you know. I don't have a, I, yeah, just DM me. Just really yeah. DM me on, on, on IG at Alberto Jacobs. I'll holler back. I'll find you. I'll talk to you. Cats will get a hold of me. Uh, you guys want to hear my, my, well, I was taught my three rules of holding growth. Yes. Okay. Rule number one, hold growth. Okay. Rule number two, Hold the gross. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and rule number three, hold more gross. Yes. <laughs> hold the gross. Ah, uh, gross. Hold the gross. Just so hold for anyone who's gross. confused, what do you mean by that? Hold every single penny you possibly can on every single deal, man. Don't be afraid to win. Mm, let's go guys with that tanner i know i I know i gave i told you i I was gonna let you speak but we should probably wrap it man um did you have any questions though tanner that's kind of no i i the only thing i wanted to mention um is you know for people that are listening that are the newer wholesalers that are by themselves um they may feel intimidated by not just your story but the success you've had right so they may be listening to this and i I can't do what he's doing because, you know, I don't have the money he's doing or, or maybe the confidence or whatever that may be. Um, but if you look at it in the big picture, Albero is the perfect example why you can do it. Yes. And that's because, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, an immigrant, Absolutely. you know, lost, lost so much growing up, you know, so much trauma, so much, so much L's, so many L's growing up. So and he's just a testament on as to why anyone in the world can do exactly what he's doing and have the same exact success. So um, pay attention to Absolutely. that. Don't feel intimidated. Absolutely. You nailed it right on the head, man. You nailed it right on the head. Yeah, you're a beast, bro. I appreciate you. you, bro. Thank yeah. You. So like, so what whole thing? So Tulsa, Tulsa's in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Yeah. Northeast Oklahoma. Yeah. So my, my favorite show is Tulsa King, man. You're the Tulsa King. You're the Tulsa King. Hey, let's go. Yeah, Tulsa King. Let's Tulsa go. King, <laughs> that sounds like the most boring show in the world by the way what, what is the tulsa yo, king yo that show is awesome i love that show man and, and, and tanner's italian so like he's got Stallone that. in it yeah man it's dope <laughs> yeah that is that is a classic classic mob show it's just like awesome, it's awesome yeah. Man. yeah that's hilarious well bro what a what a way to wrap this thing up guys guys Albero, first of all, thank you so much for your time, bro. I can't wait to reconnect you guys, with you. Man. Absolutely, absolutely. And guys, we want you. We want to, we want to interview you. We want to we want to sit down and have a fun conversation just like we had today. Uh, we absolutely. want you to share your story with the world to inspire other people. And so, guys, get out there. 
get it done, make it happen, get to work, stop being afraid, stop fearing totally. rejection. Like what? Totally. What rejection? Like who? Who cares? Just <clears throat> go for it. Get it done. Make it happen. We'll have you on the next episode of the Wholesale Eat Podcast. Until then, peace. Peace. What up, Elite fan? That's a wrap for today's episode. But look, if you got value out of the show today, do us a huge favor and give us a review or give us a like or subscribe. Do all the things to help us get the word out there. And look, we want to see you on the next show. So get out there and crush it, make it happen. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.